Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe in the house. No show before the show today. We're just jumping right in, getting things rocking and rolling today. It is a Tuesday, November 28th. We appreciate everybody jumping in as you normally do, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Live and all the time on our website cancelthisshow.com. Uh, we appreciate the donations that come in. We appreciate everybody that's uh, sending stars, enjoying everything that we do here. Um, we are, let's see, are we up on Rumble, buddy? Okay. I appreciate that as well. I was just a making us sure. Anyway, it is Tuesday. So many topics to get into today. Local, in the St. Louis area, national and worldwide. That's what we do here. News, news headlines, politics, interviews from all over the country, cancel culture education, business and on Fridays. We have our free-for-all conspiracy theory, sometimes paranormal. You just never know what you're going to get. We do it all. So that's what we've got going on. Um, Thank you for jumping in today from that standpoint. Okay, uh, Lizzie. Yes. um, Here's what we got. Sorry, I was making sure we had everything there. Okay. Um, illegal immigration, stopping it in your local cities, yeah, local counties, what's possible, what's not. St. Charles, a very red area, mm-hmm. very red. St. Charles, Missouri, sent a loud message last night when it comes to illegal immigration. Yeah, very But maybe not the message you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to get into that in just a second. Um, that certainly will be our lead story this morning, what we'll get into for this podcast, because it certainly has, um, it, it certainly bleeds through all over America, that's for sure. Um, a funny vis- video dropped by Jeremy again. We know Jeremy's razors, a lot of funny videos. Uh, the Daily Wire Plus, um, Lady Ballers, uh, taking... A, a comedic stance against the biological men who are now dominating female sports. Disney finally admitting that their left-leaning socialist marketing, marketing, yeah, it's killing the bottom line for shareholders. I mean, they're actually, they're all admitting it. They're finally coming to the table. That cancel culture idea, that forcing you to think how we think, uh, it's just not working. But they're still moving forward with the woke ideology. Maybe. Until they run out of money mm-hmm. at some point in time. Uh, money's a big deal. People like money. Um, Biden makes mistakes all the time. We show that to you. But when his education secretary, the education secretary, makes mistakes, then it's a massive issue. Um, if you don't know what you're talking about, it's better to keep your mouth quiet and let people think you don't know what you're talking about than to open your mouth and prove that people are right about you, that you're clueless. Mm-hmm. That's what the education secretary did, trying to quote Ronald Reagan. <laughs> just, just shut up. Be yourself. Don't try to be something that you're not. We'll get into that as well. Uh, this one's going to piss people off. A Kansas City Chiefs fan, a little boy with his face painted, is had an article showing his picture, ripping him by dead spin. And, of course, a black African-American uh, writer 
who is trying to cancel this little kid because of the way he dressed up like a Kansas City chief. Poor little kid. Uh, I hope they sue the F out of Deadspin and this writer, who I'll tell you about in a little bit. We have some pictures of Dolly Parton, showing a picture of her when 1977 and now at 77. Um, There's a new respiratory illness out that's hitting D.C. I don't know. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, And then there's a need for interpreters in the St. Louis area. Why? Because there's an influx of people speaking certain languages. Like I said, there's so much to get into today. We're going to jump into it. Uh, First things first, as we get things going, because we do broadcast live out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, and we are grateful as we give a shout out um, to our partners today, too. So uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without the partners that we have here at the show. And we broadcast live out of St. Charles, or excuse me, out of the St. Louis area in the Chesterfield Valley. And um, hold on a second. I was trying to get to all of our partners page. Um, what's going well, on? It would be nice. It would be nicer for me, I think, if we were based out of St. Charles. But that's okay. That <laughs> yeah, and Joe, that's all. Um, anyway, Strategic Air Services, Strategic Air Services. Um, that's where we broadcast live out of the Chesterfield Valley. Beautiful luxury airport hangar, premier private transportation facility, providing all things aviation from aircraft management to concierge services and acquisition. And if you go to our website, canceltheshow.com, canceltheshow.com, we have links that go straight to these websites where you can get in contact with people. They know that you're listening to Cancel This, and they help. They get everything going from that standpoint for you. They're also looking for pilots. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to WeQuip, a peer-to-peer rental marketplace where renters can go to search for items they need that their neighbors may have, but they might not. I have not posted anything yet. I am going to post the the drone. We'll see. Good idea. Yeah, but you got to put the drone together. I forgot to put that in there yesterday. Yeah, you <laughs> need to do that. I got some stuff, but I need to sit down and do it. Uh, but that, it, it's a terrific place. Check out some of the items that are on there. Um, if you're scrolling through, you might as well be scrolling through there to see how you can make some money. Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley. The best pizza, burger, wings, and smoked meats served. Uh, on their outdoor patio as well, heated outdoor patio, lots of space, great service, great time, live entertainment um, throughout the week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Solar City STL, making renewable energy a part of your life. Uh, Justin Halavest um, says, let the heavy lifting be done by them. They do their own installations. They're booked and they're backed up with a lot of service because people are finding that solar is working, that solar makes sense, especially if you're using up a lot of energy. And for those of people who don't want to rely on the government anymore, you can go to our website, give Justin a call, get a quote. It's pretty simple. Uh, tomorrow's Weed Wednesday, Route 66 Cannabis. Your fast lane to the Midwest premier cannabis shopping experience. Go in, get a discount. Let them know that you hear them on canceltheshow.com. Any Route 66 location. Joe's gone in, gotten his discounts at Route 66. So uh, go ahead, try it out. It's all sitting there waiting and ready for you. Experience Realty Partners. Um, It's not getting good with news in the real estate industry. No. If you're doing anything real estate wise, you need to talk with Kathy and Steve. I mean, it's plain and simple. They come on on Wednesdays. They explain, they give you a game plan. You cannot just attack things. You need a plan just like you would with your money. You need to be keeping up on the market, keeping up with the mortgage rates as best as possible. And that's what Kathy and Steve do. Uh, Complete Auto Body Repair, the fastest growing auto service center in the region. They're amazing. Curtis Barks and crew. They're tow industries as well. They take care of your car, everything A to Z. Once again, we have all the links 
under our partners page at canceltheshow.com. And Amini's Furniture, your leading supplier in traditional infrared saunas and saltwater hot tubs. Um, the products are amazing. It's about health. It's about, um, it's about losing weight. It's about your heart. It's also about comfort. Um, they'll take care of you, get a quote. You can see how it can help you move forward. I am a massive, massive, massive believer in saunas. It's one of the best things that you can do for your body on a consistent basis. Okay, this is Cancel This. I'm Vic. She's Lizzie. Projo's in the house as well. We're ready to rock and roll on a Tuesday. Um, this is what gets me going here. I've just received two opposing views for what happened. I don't care if you're listening in New York. Mm-hmm. Texas, California, Colorado, Missouri, wherever you may be, Florida, we've got a situation right now where you had you had St. Charles County last night. This is a red county for those people in the St. Louis area, you know, it's very Republican, very conservative. But there was a bill that was brought to the St. Charles County Council last night. It was Resolution 2308, opposing illegal immigration. I'm not quite sure what it meant, and I still don't know, and I'm still trying mm-hmm. to figure out as I've talked to people. Uh, Bill Eigel is running yes, for yes. Missouri governor. He backed this bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Elam, who was here, just the voice of St. Charles, uh, St. Charles County Councilman, who was here just a few weeks ago, he opposed it. Correct. And this bill last night did not pass. Yeah. Mike was, was not the only person. I mean, you had Councilman Schneider, Councilman Elan, Councilman Hollander. They all voted against the bill. So on the surface, a lot of conservatives and people who are against illegal immigration would be like, what the hell? Why did you vote against this? Correct. Because you started to hear from people. Mm-hmm. You've got a tab on certain things that are coming. You live in St. Charles County. Correct. It shocked me when I saw this. What about you? I'm not shocked, but I'm very disappointed because our county council is very split. There's some that are very red, very protective of. But they're all red. They're not all red, though. They're they're they're. they're But they're all conservatives. They're Republicans. They're not all. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. They're all well. They're supposed to be. They're all Republicans. Correct. But but. That doesn't mean that they're conservative. I'm not calling anyone a rhino. I'm I'm not doing that. But the board is so split. If you ever go to one of those meetings or even watch it, I wherever you live, I highly encourage you watch or go to one of your county council meetings because people that you thought had your county's back don't. And and I'm like you, Vic. I don't totally understand all of it. And, but I think that I do. You know, I, I think that I do. And Brenda is saying that in St. Charles County, and this happens in very many places, there is a blue area. And St. Charles City is becoming more and more blue. Now, this is a county, a whole county-wide place. And I'm not saying that the, that the place is completely <clears throat> Democrat, but it's right across the bridge from St. Louis County, and people move in there. And when they move in, a lot of them are Democrats that... That, that don't quite want to live far west into the county, but they just stop right there in St. Charles City. And they're starting to turn the county more of a purple color. And so I think, this is my this is my rationale thinking about the three that didn't. I think Mike Elam is a very nice person. But I'm going to talk also, about Mike in a second, too, because we've got quotes from him and Bill Igle, who yes, spoke and to I this would, morning. I'll tell you what, I'd be interested to know what else is on the bill, because yeah, exactly. sometimes correct, they like to correct. sneak other things in Nothing there, else. Might be why it was no, turned down. Nothing else was nothing put else nothing else was in this was, one. Well, yeah, I mean, what exactly right. was the verbiage of the bill then? Well, and you and you've got Mike Elam, 
who's in one camp, and you've got Bill Igel, who's in another camp. Both very good men, but they don't agree often, and they're both, quote, Republicans. In St. Charles County, Bill Igel is considered the far-right candidate. This isn't what I'm saying. This is what the perception of people are. He that, would like to be considered that. Yes, he wants to be considered that. Then you've got Mike Elam that is seen to be more friendly with more the establishment type, like Steve Elman. Steve Elman is the county councilman. A lot of people like he's him. He's a St. Louis County executive. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What did I call him? Yeah. Councilman. Okay. He, That's right. right. He, but he's the county executive. You're right. He's like the head of all the councilmen. And to know Steve Elman isn't necessarily to love his policies. He's considered Republican, but he often votes against the way the far right conservatives would want him to. Because he's trying to bring both sides together. That's the problem. Republicans try to do that. Democrats don't. Co correct. And so you've got a mosh pit of people on the county council. You really do. You have an eclectic group of people that all have the R after their name, but they're they're really not that much alike. They're really not. Well, Mike says he knows he's going to get hammered for this. And he will probably <laughs> lose. Mike is going to get hammered, and, and, and I like Mike, but I think that put his nail in his coffin. I now do not think that he will be voted county councilman because he or county it, executive yeah golly i keep saying that Co okay the county executor so he would be replacing there's three people that i'm aware of that want to replace steve elman mike elam it would probably be the most like steve elman and steve elman has been in there for years but steve elman also um, i'm sorry mike elam almost lost his race to to Tony Frazella, who hardly who hardly ran. He's the far right conservative, but he didn't even campaign. I think if he had campaigned, he would have beat Mike Elam, who who he Mike when he was here even admitted he barely won. I think not only will he get hammered for this, I think he just sealed the coffin on him not getting elected. Well, maybe sometimes people stand by their morals and what they believe. Correct. And correct. Whether other people agree with him or not. Okay, let's get in the meat and potatoes. Here's why Mike said he voted against this. It's an illegal immigration bill to try to, I mean, even at worst case scenario, to many people who I've read about would say at least, at the very least, send a message about illegal, illegal immigration, even if it couldn't stop it. Correct. At least a symbolic situation turned right. down. Um, Mike says, unfortunately, it was filled with dishonesty about the Department of Homeland Security program. Mm -hmm. He's like, too, I don't like how it represents St. Charles County to the region. He's like, I want St. Charles to have a voice in how we fix the region mm -hmm. and resolutions like this. Make sure that we're left out of the conversation. When he talks about the region, that means St. Louis County, St. Louis City, and other counties. At the end of the day, nothing changes with this this is what my point was your point or mike's point my point that i agree with okay. mike it's okay. like even if you vote for this it's not going to stop anything mm -hmm. at worst case it could be symbolic but it's not going to change anything um it gets us all riled up be, oh my god how could we not be in favor of stopping it we're not going to stop illegal immigration that's the biden three years ago correct administration started the the mm -hmm. mass the mass invasion that we're seeing now. He said, so at the end of the day, it changes nothing. Nobody wants illegal immigration in our country or state or county, mm -hmm. but we need to be open to legal immigration, especially for those skills we are lacking. In talking with people who are part of that community, I learned how resolutions like this make sure legal immigrants 
legal, not illegal now, legal immigrants take St. Charles County and even the region off their list of places to live. I know this is a naughty popular vote, Vic, in my party, but I feel that we need to get out of political games and focus on creating solutions instead of fighting each other. This does the opposite for no good reason. I do everything I can to stop illegal immigration. However, I will also do what I can to stop our region from the free fall that we're currently experiencing. Mike Elam. I love the thought of the region because as a person who lives in the county outside of St. Louis, I do care about St. Louis. However, what many people are upset with Mike about is the fact that he was elected for St. Charles County. I'm going to say that again. He was elected for St. Charles County. He was not elected for St. Louis region. And so he didn't protect. This is what people are telling me. He didn't protect our county and people think the symbolic nature of what he's saying doesn't matter does matter and that st charles county stands for freedom for uh, for legal americans not for these illegals that are completely taking well, over our county well mike or bill eigel on the other hand then sent me this he's like the reason he felt this resolution should have been passed and it wasn't by councilman schneider Councilman Elam and Councilman Hollander. He says it would have made clear to every citizen that they represent that they don't support illegal immigration. There's value in representatives mm -hmm. of the people taking stances in support of issues that people care about. This is the symbolic situation I was talking about. Correct. He's like, people are looking for unafraid leadership in this day and age. Mm -hmm. This was an easy way to show support. Yes. Lower level government weighs in on policies by higher levels all the time. So he's saying that, yes, even local government can take a stance. I bet there are a lot of people in St. Charles County this morning unhappy. Yes. This is right. where their county leadership has ended up in what they have shown. Eigel mm -hmm. says the county can do more. Why not have also responded directly to state law and said that St. Charles will not be a sanctuary county. Amen. And will, will cooperate with state and federal authorities to enforce all Ill illegal immigration policies, which is what could have been said. Correct. That would have connected it and it connected it to a specific policy. Mm-hmm. Eigel finishes by saying the county which collects local revenue could adopt a policy to withhold tax revenue from any St. Charles municipality that decides to go the, quote, sanctuary city route and violate state law. Correct. Well, and there's and it wasn't just Mike Elam that that, you know, caused this issue and this failure of this. There was also Schneider and there was also Hollander. Hollander is a beloved former basketball coach but in my opinion he doesn't represent st charles in the way st charles county wants to be represented nice man mike elam yeah. nice man that's why he was elected correct um but then there's also schneider that people have to understand he comes from a long line of real estate so he would be very for the apartments selling all of these you know big chunks of land that had farmer then been farmland now for real estate so you have to look at, at the issues you have to look who who said it and i'm not saying that bill eigel is wrong and hollander is right or vice versa but what i am saying is 
even if it is just a symbolic nature, I'll say that again, St. Charles County wants to be protected by their own people who legislate and they failed St. Charles County if they were looking at the region. They were not elected for that reason and it's going to cost them. I think the people, I think it'll cost Mike Elam big to, I I don't think he'll end up being the county executor now and I think um, also if he would even just run as, as a council seat, people will find now somebody that will crush him now because people don't care if it's symbolic. We do understand what Mike is saying. We do understand what Bill is saying, but people are losing so much to the illegals. We are paying taxes for people who just sit there and are rude to us on top of everything else. Well, Nancy is a female, just to me. I mean, the Schneider. Okay, okay, Schneider. Schneider. Okay, but she's still, you're right. It is Nancy Schneider. Well, Nancy Schneider, thank you for bringing that up, is insufferable. Now that I realize it's Nancy, she's an insufferable, and I do question. (laughs) Thank you for correcting me on that. She still is part of that group, but she is insufferable, and I even question, and this is my opinion, not Vic's, that she's even a true Republican because she doesn't have any conservative values. I mean, she really there. I mean, you should see the butting of the heads at these councils. And she's the only one that I truly think is insufferable. And she needs to go. Here's the thing. We talk about individuals. Um, This is a bigger, it's a bigger story. We gave you the point of view from Mike Elam trying to connect the region um, because there are jobs that need to be filled by people who are skilled. And I, the whole situation is trying to be open, but at the same point in time, not giving a... He says he's worried about giving the region a bad look when we need people to come here. He says people will not want to come here. Good, don't come and here. And maybe St. Charles don't County residents here. don't want everybody Correct. here, but they may not know about the open jobs that they need here by legal by legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Bill Eigel, I just gave you that side. It's like, Correct. wait a second, we need to take a stance. Um, but once again, there were three... County yeah. council members and who somebody felt, was who absent, felt, but felt the same way. Correct. I don't know who was absent. Yeah, I'm drawing um, a blank. If anybody on the chat line knows who's absent, and he would have been in the camp of Bill Eigel, not wanting the Ill- illegals. And it's not that I don't think that the opposing the, side don't don't understand the legislation. They understand it's symbolic, and I think we needed to stand together for this. I want to see more. I want to know more about what Mike Elam is talking about. Me trying too. to give people the benefit of the doubt. I've always believed in that. Uh, my initial impression, and and I like and respect. Mike for reasons. I like, do too. I like do too. In this day and age, with all the Im- illegal immigration that we have shown, I don't know how. And once again, I'm open to being educated on anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we couldn't voice an opinion against illegal immigration, even if it was symbolic. I mean, that's why you do impeachments in D.C. They don't really do anything, but they send a message. Correct. At least it's a message. Right. We don't want that. But by me doing that, by what Mike said, we may be hurting ourselves and not even realizing that we're hurting it at the same point in time. Uh, Jill says, was it Cronin well, or they said is he a, gone? Well, and Cindy, and Cindy is saying here that Matt was a co-sponsor of the bill and conveniently was absent. And I agree with Cindy Then that's that. a problem. That is a problem. That is an absolute You've got to be there if you're the co-sponsor of a bill. Absolutely. And uh, I've covered so many council meetings over the last 25 years. That's a complete fail. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A complete fail there. And you know, and you and I are not And Mike and Bill, if you guys are listening, yes, that's a problem. You got to get that guy to, you got to get him. 100%. Unless something came up last minute that is with your health, your family's health, 
like a, a dire situation. It, it would have to be dire for you not to be there if you're a co-sponsor. And even if Mike is saying, and I and I could be wrong with what you're saying that he's saying, that this is we need to understand. I was told I was told that he had knee surgery. So he was home. Oh, well, okay. That's that's pretty big. That's what well, I'm saying. you know what? I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a heartless, you know what? <laughs> but if you had knee surgery and you're going to- Wheel you know, that motherfucker in. Literally, I'd be like, get your little scooter and get your little butt up there. And, I mean, unless you're in the hospital with it. But if you're home recouping, get your ass up there because this is people in St. Charles County do- not want illegals maybe that little liberally part in the city does with the liberally um, mayor there in the city but the majority of st charles county do not want oh that looks pretty bad well i'm sorry okay so there's a picture of his leg and i love it that's the picture of his leg and i appreciate it because we are connected with lots of people throughout the st louis area and across the country and, and it's because of you guys why the show works and why the show is going but yeah, I mean, just so that there's proof, um, that's why the Bills sponsor could not be there. Had a massive MCL surgery yesterday, so he couldn't be there. Now. Was his surgery yesterday? I don't know. I'm assuming it was. That okay. Well, fresh. maybe if his surgery was yesterday, okay, we'll give him a pass. Kevin maybe. says wheelchair access. But I know. I'm sorry, but we got a tough group before, around here. That's uh-huh. for sure. It is, and you know why we're tough, and why I'm in that group that has a tough edge about that. We are tired of people coming, not only just taking our jobs, but ruining our county. And St. Charles County has been a beautiful place of freedom, a bastion of freedom and a bastion of law-abiding citizens with little crime. And these people from across the bridge come over here, steal our stuff, wreck our stuff, throw trash, flip us off. I believe in Mike's intent I do. Mike is a good person. I believe but it's in the intent of the councilman, now. but at but from what I have seen happen, mm-hmm. I would need to see other examples and ideas of how it could work. Yes, and not just always oh, flipping off. But one thing, as we've said, this show has been, and if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. We are doing everything we can to shine a light on immigration. We have for over a year. Illegal immigration, illegal aliens flowing through this border. It started with Colonel Joe. It started with John Rourke, Operation Cleanup, who goes to the border, who knows more about the border than anybody else right now. Former military veteran spends his time there, shows us videos, shows us all the cells that are here throughout the country. We're told by our FBI, be vigilant. Christopher Raid, the director of the FBI, told us to keep your head on a swivel Mm -hmm. because there could be loan wolf attacks here now we're being told and and america's changing remember that Mm -hmm. we have told you over and over and over again america is not 1980 1990 2000 2010 it has changed and it has specifically changed in the last five years Mm -hmm. and it is desperately changing with a mass invasion over the last three years yes they're procreating the mohammeds that's what's (laughs) happening in our united states we've given that's what's happening we have given you the stats we have shown you the videos from the border we have talked with people it's changing so this is what concerns me there is no and i repeat No, no, no response from the Biden administration to take care of this. When you have liberal mayors like Eric Adams in New York City and in Boston and all over the country, liberal elected officials calling out the president, you know there's an issue. All of the, quote, sanctuary cities taking on all of these illegal aliens, the resources, the schools, the hotels. It's not getting any better. That's what pisses me off. That's why I think, without knowing all the specific details, 
you have to sound the alarm, something symbolic as much as you possibly can. Once again, I may be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't understand how sending a different message can help my county or another county when it comes to finances and jobs. But man, it's scary to me. And really I is. do not trust because as I've been told by my own FBI director, a liberal Biden official, and we know what the FBI has done on several cases and issues, they're here, they have mm -hmm. bad intentions, yes. and you need to be aware. That's why I say you've got to call that crap out because what's happening here, it's not happening in China, it's not happening in Russia, is it? Hell no, it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, Donna says, arm yourselves. Uh, a lot of Americans think that it's, we just sit back and everything's going to be fine. Um, times have changed. Am I concerned? You better damn well believe I'm concerned. Should you be concerned? Yeah, you should be concerned. Um, that's why I think you've got to do whatever you possibly can because it's that slippery slope, especially with illegal aliens coming in. They're not going to stop. Mm -hmm. So if you send a message, I don't know what's going to happen. And I know I sound like I'm talking to both sides of my mouth. You send a message, fine, go over to St. Louis County. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to have people coming into St. Charles County. Well, and that's what what happened last night. It's is not they were stop. so rude. It was people from St. Louis County who can't even vote over here. That I think that's a problem. The votes they were over there booing and screaming and hollering at not just Bill Eigel, anybody that wanted to speak about please council, do not allow this to ha this to happen in our county. And three didn't listen. One didn't show, and I'm still, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm with my, my with my chat line homies here, that they think, why the hell didn't he Zoom? If you can take a picture of your freaking knee, you can Zoom. And well, you can here's the other thing. Sometimes. Very disappointed. Sometimes council members are pulled in a direction by other council members. I, I believe that's what happened last night. For um, sure. Whether they want to be or not, it's part yes. of politics. I've it told is. you about it's that. I know a lot game. about what goes it. on because of knowing a lot of lobbyists and dealing with politicians, Correct. both in the public and the private over the past 20 years. It's not a clean business a lot of the time. It's just not. No. It's no. because things have to get done. And if you want, you could have two sides sitting there mm -hmm. going tit for tat, and nothing gets done. Uh, it is interesting. Check out this video as you bring up too. We're going to show you the sound. And this is about who was there. This is what concerns me. And I'm not trying to blow it out of proportion, but it is of concern. And I think it is. Pro-Palestinian protesters. Pro-Palestinian protesters are all for what happened on October 7th. And they have made that clear. Yes. They have not cared about any ceasefire. They have not cared about Israeli or American deaths or hostages. It's only about our mission, our message. We're going to ruin whatever we can until we get what we want, not across seas, but in our counties, in St. Charles County, in conservative St. Charles County. These are the messages. These are the problems. These are the things that are going on. Um, last night, pro-Palestinian protesters chanting for Gaza when the motion failed in St. Charles County. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, they laughed at Bill Igle when sure he called did. for support of the U.S. immigration law. He said they literally laughed at me. Mm -hmm. And you can actually hear, we're told in this video, uh, the anti- I don't have a video. Oh, I, okay. I thought I sent it to you. Well, and they laughed at not only Bill Igel, they laughed at anyone that wanted this 
illegal situation to stop in St. Charles County. And they laughed. And the majority of them weren't even from the county in which they came over and laughed. And and that's the thing. The three that didn't vote were doing it because they care about the region. Well, St. Charles County residents care about where we live. And that's going to make a lot of St. Charles County people now maybe move out as the policies are becoming more St. Louis-like. Well, no. I mean, where are you going to go? I mean, and this is red St. Charles County. I mean, I don't... It's red, for sure. For sure. I, I just want to see what's going to happen, I mean, out of this, like I said, from last night. It, it's not... I get concerned about the message it sent, and then if there's an influx because of it. It's just like the deterrent and why deterrents are good when it comes to policing. Because when policing happens... The word gets out. Criminals talk. You don't want to go to St. Charles County because if you commit crime there, it's not like it's going to be in St. Louis City or was. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. However, yeah, sent it again, buddy. Um, But if you say that you're open for business, you're open for illegals, as Mike Elam claimed, that it's going, it would be a good thing for St. Charles County. Then I, I, you have to wait and see. I, I know. I, I totally disagree. I, I mean, mm, I mean, they're coming over and they're rude. I mean, people on our chat that's line, a problem. People, and, and what they're doing is they're coming, especially in. if they're illegal. Yes, they're staying in our hotels. They're staying in our apartments. They're staying in in group housing out here in St. Charles County. They have just mounds of resources paid for by our government. And then when say the Uber driver or the DoorDash person does anything for them, they're rude to them and they don't even tip. We're going to have a crisis in St. Charles Well, we've County. been talking about this here since we began the show. I said, if it's not here yet, it's going to be. Absolutely. And it's already it's, here. And, and, and it's here. <laughs> and it's starting to happen even more. So we were told we were sent this video so that you could hear the pro-Palestinian yes. protesters in St. Charles County mm-hmm. Council last night. And you see Terry Hollander. This is the man we were talking and, about earlier. And he voted... The way of the immigrants. Here you go. Are the illegals. Listen to this. Look at Hollander's face. He doesn't look pleased, but yet he voted on the side of the pro-Palestinians. That's Boy, it almost looks like he, like maybe he got scared. No, he knew what he that what he did was. I don't know. We can't assume. Just we by, can't assume. I don't. I don't know because I know. Okay, can I hear that again, Joe? I just want to remind people this is in St. Charles County. Yes, it, it was. And Brent Pro-Palestinian like protesters chanting for Gaza and anti-border wall policies and pro-Palestinian chants. a St. Louis youth activist group that was there. Very clear speaking English people too. Yes. It's it's a lot of them were the white liberal kids that you parents that raised those little assholes should be embarrassed. Lisa says weird how they made a ready-made chant of already. Course. Donna, like I said, they will be so freaking sorry when the city of St. Charles is destroyed and trashed. 
And the three of them, uh, there's Cindy a lot says of people they always fingers. vote together. Truth, truth. Um, Since says, a lot of them that are coming over, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rapes mm-hmm. and stuff happening too. You know, it's all men that's coming over. So, Bendy, you know, we we don't have a specific copy of the bill in front of us. We were trying to explain what it would do. Mostly, the bill was going. It, and here's to sum it up for you, without getting in to all the minutia, it was more the way I sum it up. And if somebody knows somebody with counsel that wants to disagree with me, come and educate me, correct me. But it was mostly symbolic. Correct. That's and even Bill Eigel, uh, who is a Missouri state senator who is running for governor, said um, at the bare minimum, we need to be letting people know. Correct. Y- you're, we do not stand with illegal immigration. Th- this this basically. But was even Mike survived. said he knew he was going to be hammered, but felt like St. Charles County needs to get out ahead of this somehow, some way as we move into the future. I, I think all it did for Mike is hurt him because this isn't going to help St. Charles get out ahead of anything other than more apartments and more trash and more corruption. That's what's going to happen. And in Mike Hollander, and Hollander, Terry Hollander, you can see the look on his face and I don't know what he's thinking, but my husband actually coached with him. So I know him and he's a good human. So these people are good humans. They either don't get what St. Charles County wants or like like Cindy and you were saying, Vic, that they just vote, you know, as like a chain gang. This is how you vote, so I'm going to vote. I don't know. But it, but St. Charles County was a big embarrassment last night, a big embarrassment. Well, that's why I wanted to take some time on it. And I know we have a national – I mean, we cover national topics. We cover local topics. But this is something that's happening all over the country as well. Where you, And if it hasn't hit your cities yet, it will be. Yes, and, yes. That's and it is why happening in other countries. It might not be happening or in others. Russia or China, but it's happening in the UK. It's happening it everywhere. Yes, it's it's happening everywhere. And this is why we wanted to highlight this, regardless of where you live, regardless of whether you live in St. Charles County, if you live in Detroit, if you live in Hawaii or whatever. Pick your reddest towns. And St. Charles County is the reddest county in, in our state. And look what's happening. And look how people that we elected are voting. And that's what we try to do on Cancel This is bring out the conversations and have those talks that need to be spoken about. All opinions welcome, whether we agree or not. Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe in the House, CancelTheShow.com. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. We won't stop doing this. We're going to continue to do it. We're, we're grateful for the donations that we get if and when we get them. And of course, the advertising partners. We're trying to bring out as much information as possible to help the entire region, entire country. Yesterday, we had a lot of world news that we were talking about all over this world. Today, we come back more hyper-local with a situation that obviously is something that's going on from a worldwide standpoint, but is now hit home. And it's so, if this was St. Louis County, I would not be as surprised. Correct. And it would not be as big news. But when it is the heart of of the state of Missouri, the red state of Missouri, St. Charles County, which has been the fastest growing county too, though, which has also been a situation where many apartment buildings have been brought up, as we talked about with Mike Elam when he was here with us, which a lot of people are not liking as well. Mm -hmm. Um, These things are changing. And I have been told by some detractors of our show, you just wait. Mm -hmm. You white conservative people are stupid. Mm-hmm. America's changing. The color of America is changing. It will soon be changing. And you need to get on the train because it's coming down the track. That this is a different country that's coming. And all the people who are coming here are going to make it a different country. 
Right. Well, and Cindy was saying, Cindy was there last night, and she said it was intimidating to sit there with all of these people yelling around us, but these are the people that show up. And her point, she makes a great point. The conservatives didn't show up in droves last night. They didn't. And so... But then these activist groups are the ones that show up screaming and yelling. And that same group, you can mark my words, they're, they're, they go everywhere. They go wherever there's a chant. They're probably paid to do it. If, or if not, if they're not paid, they're typically white, liberal, young people who just are angry for whatever the reason is and like to scream and holler and become liberals because liberals let's face it are angry people i don't just like to throw the term civil war out there because it's easy but as annette says she believes civil war is coming um there i don't know if it was colonel joe who told us i think he said by the year and it may be i don't know it's like 25 years from now Mm-hmm. There will be enough Muslims in the United States of America to vote in a Muslim president. Cor- correctly, and I said it. Think about I, that twenty about twenty five years yes, from but, now. Yes, because they're That's, procreating all the time. They are. It's not about procreation. Yes, they're it, just coming it, across the border, uh, like in droves. They are, in but droves. you need a dr- but you all and exactly, and it's what's happened to Europe because Europe is turning Muslim too. I'm they not are. saying that Muslims are. bad, but there is a sect of. Being a Muslim that hates Christianity, and that's a fact, okay? I, I, it, there is a portion that does not like Christianity. A big portion. Let's just be honest. So here, a big portion. You have to remember, and because, believe it or not, this gets into another issue, the United States was a lot about birth control, and we had less and less kids from generation to generation. This is a thing where it takes generation and generation to catch up when it comes to, quote, population. We started to get more into the, you know, one kid, two kids. We, we can't afford these much. We need to be able to have both parents working. And a lot of these factors started playing in. The world is not overpopulated. That's a, that's, that's a myth, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not. It is not, it is not, it is not. If you want to debate me privately, we'll have it, then I'll bring it to the public, and then we can have our conversations. Just remember that this has been going on for generations where the Muslim population is picked up, and now, as Joe says, too, coming to the United States and continuing to have children and continuing to do what they want to do. Uh, Bendy says, people, remember, Muslims and Hispanics are not having abortions. Correct. um, White people and black people Mm -hmm. are. That's correct. Um, it, it, it's another interesting part of all of this that's going on. Um, Tara says, yes, correct. There's plenty of room left on this planet. Uh, DRC says, happy one-year anniversary. Yes, we're coming up on that in these days. It was kind of like the first – we had a first show, and then we started to kind of do things full, like at the start of December, where we were actually doing full shows, not stopping, that sort of thing. So we appreciate it. But when you look at what's happening, I mean, there's part of this – we have to accept, but then you have to try to fight for what's legal and what's not legal. It is not easy. And if you care about your kids and your grandkids and your heritage and your families, you have to do what you can now. That's why I don't have a problem with speaking up. That's why I don't have a problem with people having an issue with what happened last night. Um, it's also sad that if you do go to a county council meeting, you know that you're putting yourself into a firestorm yes. when there are these loud-mouthed uh, Young, uneducated, pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas, pro-Hezbollah people in the room and loud winds in their society. Mm -hmm. 
violence wins in that society because Amen. Hamas and Hezbollah are terrorist groups. They are. So you have to understand what you're dealing with. You have to be able to fight for something, but you also have to understand that it's not going to be easy. And then I think back, even though we're here, all the excerpts of how we won our freedom in the first place, that wasn't easy. And it was a long fight. And <laughs> it was ugly and it was dirty. And we had our own civil war here as well. Uh, and now we're faced with even more issues, many more issues to deal with uh, on top of everything else that's happening right now. How about this? If this doesn't blow your mind and show you what's happening, I don't know what will. The International Language Center, established in 1983 in St. Louis, it's the largest full-service language provider. Their company provides written translation, oral interpreting, and language instruction in over 100 languages. Their family-owned small business with a great AAA rating from the BBB. Well, here's what they need. Connect the dots. Mm -hmm. Connect the immediate, dots. Immediate, immediate need for experienced Arabic. I repeat, Arabic. Arabic. Experienced Arabic and Vietnamese interpreters for a variety of in-person contract assignments at multiple locations throughout O'Fallon, Missouri, and St. Charles, Missouri, and several areas in St. Charles, Missouri. Mm -hmm. O'Fallon is the mecca of having the illegals. That shows you how many people Arab of Arabic mm -hmm. and Vietnamese ethnicity who are in St. Charles. Mike wants to work with it. Some of the other people were against it. I, You know, it's interesting because I do want to believe in the good of this country and what it was founded on, but we know there are just bad players. And we know, what, why, are, why did 7,000 Chinese nationalists come in through the border or ports of entry just during the month of October? Mm -hmm. Think about that one. And now O'Fallon, Missouri and St. Yes. Charles needs interpreters immediately because there's so many Arabic and Vietnamese people who are coming into O'Fallon, Missouri and St. And, and several says several St. Charles, Missouri areas. Very it's on talk. our doorstep, St. Louis. And it's on our to, doorstep. And talk to the educators. I've talked to many as a former educator in the classrooms, particularly our public schools, because the education is free for them. There's some people right in counties all over the United States that would be considered a red county, half the kids, and I'm not saying just a quarter, half their kids do not speak English. Um, yeah, another example we're told was at the Francis House School Board meeting a few weeks ago. The majority wasn't there, but the handful that did speak seemed like they were the majority because they show up and they speak up. Mm -hmm. And what she is referring to are those who are siding with left-leaning ideas, um, socialist ideas, uh, maybe anti-Christian ideas. Yes. Um, they put their money out there, and they put their voice out there, and they show up. There's no reason why conservatives or Republicans can't do the same thing. And, and, and they absolutely and, and, should. And we have to, and... And, and, and when we often don't as conservatives because we still think it's all, and I'm not meaning me here, but as a general rule, they work and their life is still okay. Yes, their groceries are more, their cars are more, and they don't like to argue. They don't want to be bold. They don't want to get haters. They don't want to get blocked on Facebook and all that. And when you go to these meetings, as Cindy had talked about last night, that these activist groups, and these are 
are activist groups. They come and they literally, and, and this is something people don't think about, as you're waiting to even go into these meetings, there's like a line and you have to go through a metal detector. You're getting browbeated by the left-wing wackadoo leftists. And some people are like, this is not worth my time to get here and have these loony bins yelling at me before I even sit down. So often there's people who leave. They're, they're in line. They just want to hear what's going on or they're new to this. They just want to say, and these people that were chanting at the video that, that Joe just played, they're out in the parking lots running up to your car, knocking on the windows, yelling at you. And I'm not saying that they're spitting on you at this time because I didn't ever hear of that last night, but they often, that's what they do. And so a sane person doesn't want to deal with this, so they just don't go. And they don't want to speak up. And they um, don't want to speak up. And then we're left with what happens after. So the fact that this continues to happen, we need you to report. We need you to tell us. Um, that's what we continue to do. Um, you know, we will continue to get bigger. We will continue to get stronger. And we will continue to, to speak truth and have these conversations. And that's why we say like and subscribe to the show, all the platforms. Please share it. When you get a chance, share it, share it, share it, share it. It helps us. And, um, you know, just trying to make sure that people, not only around the St. Charles area, realize what we do, not only around the St. Louis metropolitan area, not only around the state of Missouri, but across the country and the world for that matter, because we do have listeners in other countries as well. Um, Oh my gosh. And Mary's saying, don't get mad at her. She's in Target as we speak at this moment, and they're playing music in Spanish. Think well, about that. That's in St. Charles well, County. I, well, I mean, like... Unless it's Feliz Navidad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'd fine. have to hear it to... I, I trust it. I just want Oh, Mary wouldn't lie about that. No, no, of course not. Yeah. I mean, but that, but that's what you're hearing. You're going places. And, I, and you, I've said this It's an interesting show, point, Mary. Thank you. It is. I said this on the show last week, that the people that live behind us, it's a new subdivision. When it first started going up, I heard rock and roll from KC. Now I'm hearing Spanish music. Now I'm hearing Arabic type songs, Middle Eastern type chants. They have big Diwali parties. So it's a lot. But that's, here's, well. a, here's the thing though. I get that. America's changing. Yeah, it is. And-, and that we've talked about taking America apart at the root because here's the thing, the same thing that makes America great or made America great, all sorts of people from different countries coming here in a melting pot, all in search of the American dream for freedom, for capitalism, whether you want to use that word or not, that's what it was. People wanting their work to be able to give them a better life and appreciating what America is and was changes because the more and more people over the last 30 years that have come to this country, it has not been America first. It's been their Correct. country first. And maybe if they have a heart, morals, ethics, they'll add a little America to it as well. That's exactly right. And then as time change, and that's what happens. The, the country just loses its identity. Mm -hmm. So I'm not opposed with people coming here from a legal standpoint. The problem now is it's so convoluted. You don't know who is and who isn't and who supports what and who doesn't. And then at the end of the day, as time passes, you forget what made this country great in the beginning, the slippery slope effect. It's not about the red, white, and blue. It's not about our founding fathers. It's not about God. It's not about capitalism. It's about what we're seeing right now. Correct. They don't assimilate. And and if you go there, there to is a different law country, and order, by the way, 
is a good thing. It is a good thing. It is a good thing. If we go over to another country and we live there, stay there any extent, expend, extended period of time, we have to assimilate to their ways it's because we're Americans. Americans are always have to do what the other country does. Here in America, I don't see assimilation anymore. I see people coming here. They leave what they hated. They come to where they like that they have the freedom, but then they don't assimilate. So they bring the crap from where they come or where they came, where we are. So speak up, let people know what's happening, what's going on all around this country, all around your communities. And of course, you let your political leaders know. Um, I do respect um, Mike Elam for not running. I've always respected this about politicians and people mm -hmm. who have to make tough decisions, know that they're making a decision for whatever reason they are, know they're going to get blasted, but still give a quote, still talk. Because if you don't talk, then it makes you look bad. I, I agree. And I don't think Mike Elam is a bad human being. I just think he spoke volumes to St. Charles County in a way that will not be favorable for him. And Robert says, the issue that we see now is Americans are assimilating to the foreigners. Yes. Not the other way around mm -hmm. because the heartstrings have been tugged. And I'm sorry, it's been by the Liberal Democratic Party to pull on those heartstrings, accept everybody, just do what they want, just give a little, and then a little over a long period of time becomes a lot. And then things have changed. Mm -hmm. And then you lost your identity. That's and right. then you have a problem. And then you have what's happening in 2023. And then you have the Biden administration uh -huh. doing what they're doing. I mean, the Biden administration is mostly to blame for this right now over the last oh, three years. Oh, for sure. I mean, sure. we had illegal immigration. I mean, we had illegal people coming in or trying to get in with the border. Trump was trying to build it. Then we saw... Um, Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Director, admit that a wall was needed. But then, after admitting, I don't know, what was that, three months ago? Then, because liberal Democrats ripped the Biden administration in Mayorkas, then all the, oh, well, maybe, we're not saying a wall, but something needs to be done. When they did that, they gave Donald Trump his feather in his cap because he was trying to stop it. He didn't. The Biden administration came into play, and now we have literally the worst person at every single position this country has probably ever mm -hmm. had in a cabinet position. That doesn't happen by chance. It's on purpose because this country is falling apart. How about this guy? Check out this. What do you call them? Wackadoodles? Wackadoodles. Mm -hmm. I'm sure this, this guy's a wackadoodle. We're talking about the Biden education secretary, Miguel Cardona. And when he was announced, it, it was an uproar as well because the guy is just not smart. I think I know why he got his position because of certain boxes that he checked. Mm -hmm. If you don't know something in life, keep your mouth shut. Don't let people know you don't know. When you open your mouth, you prove that you're a dumbass if you don't know. Keep your mouth shut. Miguel here trying to... <laughs> Miguel, go Miguel. Bring up a Ronald Reagan quote mm -hmm. to help solidify his argument that government is here to help. Listen to what he says, and then we'll tell you what Ronald Reagan actually said. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, yeah. There are resources okay. there. He, there's technical he said... There, and there's as Ronald Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. 
That's not what Ronald Reagan no, said. Quite that. This guy is. That a sounds like it might have been purposely mis- misleading. Like he's trying to change what Ronald Reagan said. He's I, trying. He's trying maybe. to make it seem like yeah. Ronald Reagan was. Yeah. Oh, this guy's a dumbass, Joe. You're giving him too much credit. Uh, maybe, maybe. This guy's an absolute dumbass. What Ronald Reagan actually said was, "quote The nine most terrifying words in the lingu- English language are, I'm from the government." And I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, he he forgot about Ronald Reagan said those were the most terrifying words in the English language. Wow. If he really said that and he didn't know and he said it wrong, you're right, Vic. He's a dumbass. And our educational system right now is producing a bunch of dumbasses. But Bindi on the chat line agrees with Joe. And I think I might agree with you on this too, Joe. It's like, are you really that dumb? It, and he may be, but I, I think he think is. Democrats well, I mean, twist words right. on purpose. Yeah, exactly. but you. But they here's why. The definition of words. But you Correct. can find this very simple. It's one of the. It's one of the most. You famous can. Joe it's, can. It's, I can. But a bunch of dumbasses. It's one of the most famous. They'll take his word for it. It's they will. one of some people probably will. It's one of the most famous Ronald Reagan quotes of all time. So he could be like within five minutes he was getting ripped of it. I'm sure. And like, oh shit! I just really. But there are some people one. out there that heard that and take it to heart, and they're like, oh well, Republicans are about you know the government helping. I I agree, and they say things and they twist it because look at all the millennials and the Gen Zs who will not. But look Miguel that up. Cardona was one of the worst, ill-qualified, education quote secretaries this country has ever had. Then he was somebody, not ready. Then somebody smarter put that in his head. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Is like right. this guy was not qualified for the job, but he checked certain boxes. He was Latino. He's gay, and oh well, this is the new welcoming administration where quality and experience doesn't matter. You have to check boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like Tara saying he's a DEI hire, and he will say whatever somebody else did. So maybe he's stupid and a DEI person, but there's somebody behind him that said, "Here, say this quote. This is what Ronald Reagan said." So he could have mis said it. He's regardless. He said it. Yeah, and, he did say it. And he looks like a complete dumbass. And he For is sure. getting ripped and all, and not only by conservative, the few conservative outlets, by mainstream media as well. Mm-hmm. And there's That's, people out there that are going to believe it. Well, well, they may believe it, but even the liberal outlets are ripping him for being stupid. And, good, good. And this guy, and he has to wear that. Yeah, good. Well, he does. <laughs> but you know what? He, he does have to, to wear that. He has to wear that forever. Yeah. That that video, that, that that's there. Mm-hmm. You wear it. Well, and this DEI stuff is such BS, as Kevin is saying, and all big corporations are making you do that. My daughter just was telling me she's she has her last, you know, my fourth kid has her last semester in college, and she's got by completely with hardly no DEI stuff. Surprising. She goes to a business school here in St. Louis. It's UMSL. It's not that expensive. That's where she chose to go. And I kept thinking, man, it's so woke. She's gotten by with really no wokeism. I can't believe it. Till next semester, she has her first DEI class, and I can't. Cannot wait to read it along with her and rip the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because that's what's going to happen. I mean, I was surprised she got that far without having it, but here we go. 
And if you work in a big corporation, you're taking DEI classes. So people who might have not even thought one way about it, you take these classes and then you're like, well, you know, those those really hardcore right people, maybe, maybe they do have it a little bit wrong. And I think that's some of the people on the county council. Maybe they took some DEI classes. But you know what? There is hope for the world. I'm going to tell you this is- Oh, a we need some hope. We my, need some hope. My son goes to a private school and he has worked his butt off to get uh, in there and um, earned you know, scholarships and things of that nature. He's a sophomore. And it has been, and I'm just telling you, it's not a Catholic school, but it's a private school. And he got the second highest grade in this extremely difficult academic Good school for him. On Second Amendment rights. You have to be so proud. Second Amendment rights. Love it. So I'm telling you, there's hope even in schools that are not, quote, conservative or Catholic or Christian. There is hope. <laughs> that, that, that is really good to hear. That there is, is hope. But there he's being hope. raised by you and that, you're telling him the truth. Well, yeah, I am. But that doesn't mean it's always easy because my no, daughter, who I love and has started to come back more centrist after going to Mizzou and changing, still doesn't understand because the whole college aspect of Hamas mm-hmm. is running rampant in our colleges. Yes, how for does, sure. How does Vic know that? Because Vic has a daughter there. And it's not as much with the guys. Yeah. Once again, for whatever reason, it's the girls. Mm-hmm. It's the girls that are giving in to this ideal of, oh, well, my daughter tried to tell me that Israelis believe they don't, they don't want to um, have their own separate place. Israelis want Hamas, and they, want pro, they believe in what the pro-Palestinians are saying. Yeah, she's being fed that. And, that's and she even looked at me like she started to get angry, and I, I backed off for a second, and I'm like... Yeah. You know why she's doing that and why it's more girls? Girls care more about what their girlfriends think, even than they care about guys. Guys, for the most part, don't get into the peer pressure other than in college. I'm talking about college, other than maybe a drinking game or whatever. Girls at that age are so... I guess, caring about what another girl thinks of them. And if the whole big group of girls are these white liberal guiltists, that's why girls go along with it. And it's sad, but that's that's really the case. I have to pull my girls back that were in college a little bit about that too. And they're not getting the pressure from guys on this. Uh, Tara says, my son sees no Palestine Hamas support in Springfield. <laughs> that's a good thing because Springfield, thing. Missouri can yes. be very liberal and liberal leaning towards some of the ideals of Correct. the Hamas group. Uh, Aaron says those girls will regret it when they have to live under Sharia law. Yeah, they Absolutely. would. Um, but I'm telling you right now, most of these younger women or women who are in college have no idea what Sharia law is. They have no idea what it. they would be subjected to under Sharia law. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Angie says there was a protest over here on the weekend. It was bad and it was violent like most of them are now. And Robert says seemingly girls are now more competitive against each other. That is true. Than boys are. Mm -hmm. I I would agree with that. And that goes with things we've said on the show before, that it seems like the testosterone level of boys have dropped down and they're not as competitive. And the girls, I'm not saying that they have more, you know, estrogen or testosterone or whatever, but they're groomed for the little boys to sit down, be quiet, you little sissy kids. And the girls just are constantly butting heads with each other. And that's and that's all but by design too. Um, it, it's a 
it's a interesting time to say the least as we talk about um we're going to continue to do what we do here this is canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. And we always ask you to please like, subscribe, share the show. It helps us with all of our platforms. On canceltheshow.com, you can see all the platforms that you can listen to. You find one that works for you. We're also there for our audio listeners as well, our podcast listens. Uh, which people listen to right after the show. Joe gets the show up after it's live broadcast within like 20 minutes, and you can listen to it on the podcast as well. We're grateful for our advertisers as well. Aminis, the leading supplier in traditional infrared saunas and saltwater hot tubs. Um, and once again, we talk about our advertisers and our sponsors like Aminis. If you go to our website, canceltheshow.com, and click on Partners, it takes you to a page. I mean, it's set up perfect for you. And then you just click Contact Sponsor, Shop Now. And then it shows you. And then, of course, we've had Arash Amini, the owner of Aminis, on to talk about why sauna is not just a, quote, luxury item and why it's a health item, Why, especially in the day and age with a lot of viruses that are going on when it comes to your heart health, when it comes to blood circulation and so forth, and, of course, weight loss, complete auto body repair the fastest growing auto service center in the region family owned now offering complete experiences in every sense of the word from auto from the automotive side doing it since 1973 they're also looking for technicians seven climate controlled facilities experience real estate partners and score mortgage kathy helbig strict steve strict 314-276-SOLD 314-276-SOLD they also have new age health and wellness as people are trying to become more healthy and having their blood work done to see how they can improve their lifestyles how they can become more healthy there's a reason that they're growing there's a reason why more and more stores are opening because people want to be healthy you want to be healthy in this day and age and it certainly makes sense route 66 cannabis you're not going to find a better dispensary in the state of missouri route 66 and Ostara, their ostara line of products um, you can contact the sponsor and shop there as well. Solar City STL. Once again, that's Solar City STL, making renewable energy part of your life. If you want to have any questions answered about solar, um, it, it's a fact it's going to save you money over the long haul. And if you're using a lot of energy, it's one of the best things you can do right now. And if you want to get off the grid, you can do that as well. Strategic Air Services, where we broadcast live, the premier private transportation uh, facility in the region. They're also looking for pilots here. WeQuip Services, a peer-to-peer -peer rental marketplace, where renters can go and search for items that they need and their neighbors might not have. You have all kinds of things there. Check it out. Really, really cool company. Um, that they've put together, of course, Winty's longtime sponsor, advertiser in the Chesterfield Valley, uh, literally not even a half mile from here. Um, some of the best food, pizza, burgers, wings, smoked meats you're going to find in a massive outdoor patio. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo in the house. Um, we didn't we, we like to talk about happy, fun things. We do. We do. I like to laugh a lot, but there's just so much not laughable. Well, this right one, now. I'm sorry. This one really this gets me. I've got to I've got to call this guy out. Good. And I hope a massive lawsuit is coming because of this. Check out this picture of this Kansas City Chiefs fan. First of all, he is a boy. He is a young boy. Okay. Trying to so celebrate huge. his Kansas City. So he came to the game dressed as a chief. He's just wearing a headdress. That's the he's only got a, thing. He's got a headdress. He's so got a cute. Travis Kelsey jersey on. His face is painted up um, in the black and red. The Kansas City chief colors. Trying to support his team. Well, <laughs> you had Deadspin 
which covers sports and some politics, and a writer named Karan Phillips, and he's based in the city of Chicago. Go figure. He's an African-American man. Um, ultra, 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 ultra liberal. Did I say ultra enough? Ultra. Say it one more ultra time. Liberal, ultra liberal. Who has posted this picture nationally calling out this young boy as being racist for having blackface can't make this what? crap up that's what it's about uh, i hope there is a freaking loss about i hope there is a lawsuit mm-hmm. being drawn up right now i hope so to too. go after this man for picking on a young kid and his family because that's what he wore to a Chiefs game. That just shows you, and I think most of our listeners would agree, far left Yes, Nick Sandman 2.0. Could yeah. not agree anymore. The, he stood yes. there, didn't say a word, and of course he got millions after media I hope this obliterated him and slandered him. And this poor kid now has gone national because he was there at the game in Las Vegas on Sunday wearing that. And he was many, picked I, out I out of the many blue. Other fans wore that it's the same face paint because people do that all the time. They do. They and do. then he's going to pick on this little kid. That just shows you what I was about to say that the far leftist progressive liberals that's a mental illness. I mean it really is. I'm I'm going to say that you have to be mentally off to pick on a cute little kid like that. I mean it's a disease these people must have in their brain to pick on that cute little boy. Well they're trying they're trying he's trying to destroy Deadspin and this African American writer Karan or Karan C A R R O N Phillips uh, literally trying to destroy this kid that that is cruel 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 to pick on a kid like that there really is i'd love karan j phillips wrote the piece and he said that he was wearing blackface that is not blackface give me a freaking break no it isn't he is not trying to act black in any way whatsoever all right everybody you can't wear mascara because it's too close to blackface i'm screwed that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, but but that's the problem with a lot of these people. Look at his face. It's only half black anyway, and it's half red. That's where so many people that are black that are racist. I'm only talking about the black racists, and there's some of those too, that they are half black, half white, but they only talk about their black side. You, you notice no Native Americans are coming forward. Correct. Well, of course, they have a problem with that. They probably think he's cute. Well, the other part of this is he didn't just call him out for wearing blackface. He wants Roger Goodell, who is the head of the NFL, to call this out as being wrong. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Obviously, Quran is trying to make a name for himself with certain people who probably are uh, sympathetic to... Um, the Jesse Jackson type? <laughs> maybe. Um, I, I just... Mm-hmm. It makes little, little or no sense at all. None. It's mean. And, I, and the Native Americans, as a general, general rule, think this is all nonsense, that the wokeism is ridiculous. You know, they're not saying a word about this. It's unfortunate, too. I, there's another thing that I'm going here. Deadspin actually used to be, uh, it, it was pretty good. I mean, they had some really good articles, and they're trying to go woke. Mm-hmm. This, I, I was hoping somehow, some way, Deadspin and or this if you want to call him writer, get sued 
in the massive way for doing this. Unprovoked, nothing was done to them. Just a, picking a kid out of the blue, out of the blue, just sitting there. Um, I wonder how I, many other people in that stadium were dressed in the same face paint. I really similar. do. Probably, probably quite a few. And if that was my kid that he went after, I would own Quran's house. At the very, at the very least, this racist Quran J. Phillips, He's so racist, um, needs to give a public apology to Absolutely. this kid and his family. At the very, so Deadspin, you're on the clock for sure. Quran, you're on the clock. If you mm -hmm. make a mistake and you screw up, maybe he doesn't think he made a mistake. Y you apologize and you try to move on. Right. Well, he's probably he's not going to apologize. And I'm, I'm not one for a whole bunch of big apologies. If you said it, you need to own it. And if you really didn't mean to say it, fine, then apologize. But if you're not sorry, go live your best life. But his best life is going woke. And so I hope he goes. Well, this racist man, once again, Karan J. Phillips, and he's racist. He's a black man. Yes, you can be black and be racist. Yes, it's, it's, it's part of it. Uh, and if you don't believe me, I'll bring in black people who will tell you that to your face as mm -hmm. well um <laughs> i like Jeannie's comment uh quran must sound a lot like karen yes yes <laughs> that's the new guy version for karen love it love it um joe can we pop the picture back up one more time as i read this guy's quote from deadspin um, oh, I had it here. Now I can't find it. There it is. The sweet, sweet face. Look at his little angelic face. Okay, Karan J. Phillips, uh, who wrote this article and just took aim at this kid because clearly he needs to try to ramp up his career and it's going to do the opposite, I think. I don't think CNN would even touch this guy. Quote, this is what he had to say after doing the article. Quote, for the idiots in my mention who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red, I could make the argument that it makes it worse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's doubling down on his stupidity. Yeah, he is. Then he says, y'all wow. are the ones who hate Mexicans. Oh, stop. But wear sombreros on Cinco. So this is so now this is a trying. trifecta of racism right here. We got against black, we got against Mexican and Indian at the same time. All at the same time. This right, little right. kid is just oh, uber racist. It's not about the the, the chiefs at and all. He is racist, and he's there. And well, this he's writer, at a KKK rally. Well, this writer is he. He must be in a really bad state of life. He has to to be. publicly dox a little kid. Right, right. You have to be. at a Chiefs game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's something severely wrong with you. As if he's some sort of moral authority on the subject of race and to go after a little kid. Um, we haven't heard from Quran since then. It will be interesting to see what happens uh, regarding this guy. His comments were more racist than this kid yeah, of course the they peers. were. Of course Co they were. Correct, correct. And, and that's so sad with these racist people. And they... What is this? It seems even with the county council that we were talking about earlier, some of those people that were chanting wanted to make it that white people hate 
Mexicans. It's almost like the liberals do. Because whatever they're calling out, that's really what they are. So there's all of a sudden, what's night is bringing it to light. Well, that was liberal. part of what ISIS's game plan was to accuse others of what you're doing. Correct. If that's you're killing, correct. accuse others of killing. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. That, that came out too when we were dealing with ISIS as well, the, the ISIS playbook, so mm-hmm. to speak. But that crap is still going on, believe it or not, what you have. I mean, I'm like, what? Really? This stuff's really, 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 really happening? Mm-hmm. Um, about a better topic, uh, some funny stuff before we get into some stuff a little bit later. Um, let's show Dolly. Can we pop up Dolly? We've got two pictures of Dolly Parton. Two weeks ago, she performed at Tennessee's stadium, Knoxville, Neyland Stadium. Peyton Manning walked her out. And when she was performing, um, she brought a lot of subject. Well, last weekend, she was at the Dallas Cowboys game for Thanksgiving. That's Dolly Parton at 77 on the right. <laughs> That's amazing. Dolly in And Dolly, yeah. I mean, we're for our audio listeners, we're showing pictures of Dolly Parton. One, when she took a picture back in 1977 and now at 77. There's been some money invested. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's no, yes, she's had work done, and we all know that. But that being said, like the only thing that she really has covered up is like her stomach. She has some sort of a gauze thing over it, so that's not really her skin. But that being said, gosh, when I'm 77, I hope I look like her. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, really? Look at Dolly going there. Yeah, she is rocking she and rolling. Great. She's also got a an album out that's kicking ass as well, selling a lot of copies. So Dolly's got it going on. However, however, yeah, the good thing is she admits it. Yeah, she does. She admits she's had work that she's admitted for years about her breasts having work on them all the time. She's always talked about that. And I, hey, I told people I've gotten. Botox at uh, at Aesthetica Med Spa. Tasha takes care of the face. And a lot of people do, and they look really great. I don't, just because I think I'm chicken, because I've had other surgeries. No, we're going to get you over there. No, I'm not going. Are you saying I need to go over there, Victor? No, no, you just said that you're afraid to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going. She's all spandexed up. Up, Eric yeah. says. <laughs> she is all like okay. in the middle, like like her stomach. From far away, that looks like it's her skin, but it's not. She has like a whole body garment. Could she possibly be wearing a mask? Look People at the keep next. Saying that. Look at the next picture that she could be wearing a mask. Joe, we sent it to you yesterday. See, yeah, see if you can find that one. Okay, this was her performing at Neyland Stadium. So you want my theory on this? Or you yes, want, you I do. Want me, we you do. Want me to we always you have first? you. We always have you. Well, look, this has been circulating social media for a variety. Now, when I first looked at it, I went, "Oh, is that a necklace? Does she have a necklace on?" And then there were people that I was reading the comments say, "No, it's not a necklace because a necklace would not be vertical." Mm-hmm. Okay, so my theory is that this is a surgical scar for like a facelift or something. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought it was the but same surgical. Thing. The facelifts are not done at the neck. I wouldn't when you think ha- so. No, but, when and you it have looks very deep, it almost looks like somebody had slit her throat at some point. The facelift lines that I've been told about, and I know somebody who had one. It was not done at the neck. It was done behind, like the jawline and up here on top of the head. And by the way, 
Those facelifts, if people get them, holy crap, can they work? Not Nancy Pelosi, like she did too many. Yeah, she she's too much like. But that. I saw a facelift on a person. I was like, oh my god, they, they, they took don't off have like any more wrinkles. It took like twenty five years mm-hmm. off their damn face. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, yeah, she admits to plastic sur- surgery. Of course, she does. Uh, Mary says maybe she had thyroid surgery. Correct. Uh, and, and maybe it's just her natural wrinkles. She is almost 80 years old. That could just be how her neck gets. Yeah, it, it's just some of that stuff that's been... I'm not sure if thyroid surgery would leave that big of a scar, though. That's, yeah, uh, that's across the entire neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donna says her vocal cords were affected on the last surgery. Mm-hmm. Mom had a scar like that after thyroid surgery. Yeah, of course, Renee we're all says. left speculating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but nonetheless, <laughs> she's so damn rich she, she can just, afford anything. She could afford anything, but she just she looks so good. There has been an uptick in in, in thyroid issues in women lately. <laughs> no, I'm serious. What? Because I used uptick. <laughs> well, Glenn called me out. I am 65, but my facelift and my mask right, helped me look right. a little bit younger. That's right. He's calling. Not a day you. over 49, 48. Right. You know, it says Vic looks 40, amazing for 65. Yeah, for 47. That stuff can happen. Yeah. He, oh, he yeah. put about 15 years on your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're laughing a little bit, um, you guys, Jeremy from Jeremy's Razors, you know, he does some oh, funny yes. videos. Yes, he does. Well, he's put another one out with the Daily Wire Plus. This is interesting, this video. It's a two minute, 55 second video. We'll see if we want to play it all or not. Um, taking shots at what's happening in this country regarding females. And by the way, we're starting to hear more and more stories about biological boys playing female sports Yep, at a teen level, a high school level and a college level and guys getting or females getting hurt by biological guys. It's really, uh, this is their take on some comedy regarding this. So we'll go ahead and play this and, and see how long we stick with this where women's sports is being transformed. The Daily Wire calls foul with the most triggering comedy of the year. (laughs) Guys, this is serious. Sports can be your pathway to a better life. Well, like yours? Please don't steal my catalytic converter again. Winning matters. It's the key ingredient in becoming a winner. Maybe you should try it sometime. Are you gonna move? I am not. Let's cut to the chase. I know you're not a woman. Hey, you don't know how he identifies. If you can beat them. What do you know about the US Opens for the Global Games? You want us to compete as women. $5,000 prizes. My lover says you were a great coach back in the day. Join them. This is the way the world is now. My eight-year-old daughter told me all about it. So a guy can become a girl with no physical changes at all. Oh, that's called gender fluid. So I can be a woman on the court and a man in the bedroom. I can't believe it. Nice. (laughs) You mean when you're sleeping? Yes. Coach. Alex. We We could play play basketball. basketball. We'd have to get the whole team back together. It's time. We're in. I'm in. I'm in to play Lady Baldus. Man up. Like a girl. Guess what? I'm with her. Oh! I'm leaving my truth. This is my truth. Heroes. Day one of being a girl athlete. <laughs> I love being a girl. To Sheroes. We could dominate every woman's sport. Running. 
swimming, soccer. I said sport, Felix. It's ladies basketball, boys. Nobody watches. Excuse me. Are these seats open? <laughs> ne never mind. Getting dunks. <laughs> and dunking trunks. No, she didn't. <laughs> That's the biggest <laughs> I've ever seen on a lady. I, I don't care. Lady ballers. One can even be trans-aged now, which provides Sheelix with a wonderful opportunity to relive all the experiences that she missed out on in school. Streaming <laughs> exclusively on Daily Wire Plus, December 1st. Okay, there That's you go. Daily good. Wire Plus, having some fun at the expense of the biological males playing female sports. Oh, um, I can't wait it. to see that movie. It's going to be good. Um, I'll pay to go see it, it at it, the theater. Funny, but kind of sad all at the same yes. time. Uh, obviously, the Leah Thomas situation that happened with swimming and then now another swimmer. Uh, I, I guess it was the state of Pennsylvania who's now set all the records. Uh, a young biological boy who is now in college and set the records, like blew out everybody. Um, swimming as a female. I'm sorry, I'm a huge fan of comedy, and there's no holds barred in comedy. So there shouldn't be, right? No, right? No, nope. hell be. no, there shouldn't be any. No feelings in comedy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. No feelings in comedy. Uh, yeah, of course there shouldn't be. Um, anyway, uh, you can check it out, and of course, uh, the Jeremy Razors guy is—he's fantastic. He's funny. Uh, they put out some some pretty damn good videos and of course you know just trying to have some light in the midst of some of the craziness that's happening in our country um we did have um oh my god craig greg says more balls on the court than a mcdonald's playground <laughs> poor greggy uh derek says yes blazing saddles at when comedy was really good megan marie says snl even making fun of trans athletes i yeah, did they see are. that yeah um SNL has come to more of the mainstream in the last six months. Well, I think when they when they 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 moved from Netflix and they noticed that nobody followed because they they were going really extreme left, mm -hmm. and now they're trying to get everybody back. Yeah, and I sure hope so because Saturday Night Live was so funny back in the days. My favorite skit, of course, was Sweaty Balls by. Of course, it was. It was so. It's a Christmas show, <laughs> and it was so balls. funny. Like the but but here's why: not because it has balls. It balls. was NPR. It was like NPR. Let's talk about the sweaty balls in our cooking. You know, balls. I mean, that is so funny. I miss that. I still watch that one, but <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I didn't even get it about the balls at the time, but I loved, loved. Every NPR. time she says it, I have to hit it. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. Well, they made fun of NPR, and that is still. Have you ever listened to NPR recently? I turned it on not too long ago, and they just talk like this still. They sound like a bunch of morons. Does, don't even does, know talking about does NPR have. Um, podcast somebody asked me that recently. i think you know i'm not absolutely <clears throat> sure about that if they have podcasts and why not you and i and joe and all of our listeners are paying for npr just like we're paying for pbs because our tax dollars do not pay for a show like ours but they pay for npr so why not give them some free podcasts too it's funny because i was recently and i can't remember where it was i'm trying to, i think it was a woman i'm trying to remember where it was and she was something came up and it was like oh we have podcasts and it's going well 
maybe, or was it a guy? But anyway, the point was they said, oh, yeah, yeah, I would love to listen to you. He's like, I love a lot of stuff on NPR. And I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> Or they wouldn't like our show. Oh my gosh! Obviously, they've not heard our heard our show. But they were like, then they asked me, "Oh, does NPR have podcast or something? Or or maybe you could connect with them?" I was like, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> we would be really good with NPR." That is so funny. No, I think is if we called NPR and said, "Would you like to have the show cancel <clears throat> this on there?" They would be sure. Are you canceling the conservatives? That'll be great. Let's go. And then they heard our show, and that would be the end of that. Oh, you mean with NPR, if that were to happen. Correct. Correct. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it should be. Um, another news that broke this morning, December 10th, Hunter Biden is going to be questioned. That's right, on all of the um, business dealings with his dad and across seas, he's agreed. Now, I, I would have to, this just came out a little bit ago. Hunter Biden has agreed to the House Oversight Committee testimony. We're a live cast, so we also pick up live news as it happens. Um, so he's agreed this is going to happen December 10th. So he's obviously facing allegations from the House Oversight Committee, committee led by Representative Comer and Republicans. Um, they're going to be questioning him that he used his daddy's positions in government to leverage business deals. So he's going to actually testify publicly before the House Oversight Committee on December 13th. Is this a joke? Can anything come out of it? Um, I always like to think when big things like this happen, what else is going on? Is something else going on December 13th, 12th, or 14th that our attention is supposed to turn to Hunter Biden? Mm -hmm. um, he's agreed with a subpoena that was issued by the House Oversight Committee. And... Um, the subpoena was for a closed-door deposition rather than a public hearing. So um, um, uh, diversion, an, expert, an expert said that we have seen you use closed-door sessions to manipulate, even distort the facts and misinform the public. Therefore, we propose opening the door. Hunter's attorney wrote this. <clears throat> if, as you claim, your efforts are important and involve issues that Americans should know about, then let, shine, then let the light shine on the proceedings. So Hunter Biden's attorney wanted this to be public. The House Oversight Committee <clears throat> was trying to do this behind closed doors. So we have to figure out what's happening here. Quote, Hunter Biden is trying to play by his own rules instead of following the rules required of everyone else. Mm -hmm. That will not stand with House Republicans, Comer said in a statement to Fox News. He also said, our lawfully issued subpoena to Hunter requires him to appear for a deposition on December 13th. We expect full cooperation with the subpoena for a deposition, but also agree that Hunter should have an opportunity to testify in a public setting at a future date. So maybe some lines being drawn in the sand. They want him, for whatever reason, first behind closed doors and then give an opportunity to go public. Of course. Of course. Is this going to be of interest to people? I don't know. Um, I, the committee's also sought interviews from James Biden's wife, Sarah Biden, Biden's daughter-in-law, Hallie Biden, the widow of President Biden's son, Beau, who later was romantically involved with Hunter, um, Hallie Biden's older sister, Elizabeth Secundi, and Hunter Biden's wife, 
Melissa Cohen, now I am confused. I just feel like I took a trigonometry test right? to connect all the Bidens and mm-hmm. the brothers and who was married to who and who's dating who and who has kids and grandkids and strippers and Coke and... Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's just everybody <clears throat> is just so fatigued, I think, about this Hunter Biden thing because nothing's going to happen. I mean, it's just a diversion from something like you said earlier, what's really going on that they don't want us to see that they would bring him back up. They're not going to do anything. And behind closed doors, all they're doing is prepping him to say what they want well, him to say. Well, yeah, I, I don't Like I said, diversionary tactics. I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want, I, I am curious because that was big news that came out today. Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, oh, Oh, he's going to talk. Okay, what the hell's going on with this? Why is this actually happening? Because normally this stuff isn't going to happen, and we're not going to be talking about it. Yeah, and Lisa's calling him an exhibitionist. We all know that he just likes to walk around Hunter Biden in his naked body, and they'd have a hard time showing much of the evidence. Think about it. Yeah, I was waiting for a joke. Sorry. Well, but I mean, well, there is probably a joke behind it, but it's like he literally just goes naked on everything, and they can't even show the evidence. Unless you I, want to look at it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trigonometry. Trigonometry. All of the trigonometry. Oh. Uh, something else that's happened. And Aaron, one of our commenters, Aaron, said earlier, it, it kind of all connects, and I'm curious. It does connect. Why did a Chinese nationalist have a bio lab in L.A. that was, rec- uh-huh. that was um, discovered recently? Yeah. What the hell is going on in China? or excuse me, in Los Angeles with a Chinese nationalist owning a biolab. And they found all the, 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 the usual suspects with the, uh, the, the cupcake and um, malaria and some other things. They found all that at the, this lab. So not only is that happening in the state of California, Gavin Newsom, that is his state, now we all of a sudden have a severe respiratory illness Mm -hmm. that's making its way through dc and guess what we're now being told that it has hit dc in a massive way Mm -hmm. and it's the exact same respiratory illness that china has been dealing with. of course it is of course it is and of course that's where it hits of course it does and now we also have all these viruses that are hitting dogs now too and that people what's i didn't know about what's what's hitting dogs parvo yeah parvo. it's like parvo. But parvo's been around yeah, yeah but, but now- it's it's now an epidemic and there's uh-huh. a strain out there that's really hard that's, right yeah right and they're telling you and this this immediately is when i cocked my head at that they're like it's this weird strain of parvo and all over the people like the cdc pipe types and the left are saying keep your dogs out of you know kennels and keep your dogs out of doggy daycare and all that like there again they would want to hurt the dog daycares the kennels you can't even take them according to them to get their hair groomed and all of that but i think it's the left PETA group type of people who just don't like any of those sorts of doggy daycares maybe and not any of that i mean again as soon as they said stay out of doggy daycares i'm like oh stop it stop it Give me a break with that. But yeah, it's this disease and things hitting D.C. Now it's hitting the dogs. I mean, I think they think we're dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's like, really? Um, do we need to be concerned with this respiratory illness? Are people getting concerned about this? 
I think people might have gotten concerned before the whole cupcake thing. And now people are tired of being told what we should be afraid of. We should be afraid of what concerns our family. I think we should be afraid because they didn't get it right the first time. They're trying again. And I have a feeling they're going to be a little more successful this time. They're going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying because their whole idea of the shot and stuff like that was to kill off the elderly. And there is weird cancers, very aggressive cancers in elderly people that took the vac- the cupcake. Um, we'll continue to follow that story as well. Um, they're banning my brain of dog over there. Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm assuming she Jeannie says, I know three shepherd. people that were hospitalized. I better mask your dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Put a muzzle on that dog you got there, especially if you have a German shepherd. Muzzle those things. Um, I want to, okay, Disney, uh, final topic today because it'll take a little time. Actually, before you get to that, Derek sent me one thing, and it's to prove a point on a previous topic here. This this picture. Let's see what we got. What are we looking at here? People wearing blackface at sporting events. Oh, they do it all the time for the Raiders. Yeah. Right. They do it all the time. And they're not considered racists. Right. But that little kid at a Chiefs game. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we were giving him. uh, Glenn says, by the way, the respiratory illness is mainly affecting children. And we already know China is not like their children. Hey, Joe, check out the video I sent you when you get a chance. Um there's a couple of them of oh, the streaker. Yeah, the streaker. I mean, you see his butt. He turns. He's naked. He turns around. I mean, we don't have regulations here, really. You can't see his package. Maybe it's because that's where he was at a small, small world. But um, bump. But I don't know. Maybe he. Pay- oh well. Oh, it's here. It comes. Okay. <laughs> this happened during the middle of the day. Oh my god! And it's a small world after all. Yeah, yeah. So you do see his package a little bit. Oh. Yeah, you do. If if you blow that up, you see his package. And there's well. it, we have lots of video of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. about that but it is a small world and his package is small <laughs> it's not very big <laughs> i watched about seven videos of this and his package is very small in case you're all wondering you just said if you blow it up <laughs> <laughs> then you can see it <laughs> oh my god. This is more appropriate. If you blow it up, you can see it. Well, it looks like that one got it blocked out. Oh my god. It's a small world. Oh. Idiot. What about these kids? They're tracking me. I don't care. <laughs> the, the, way they ca- the way they carried him out. Oh. Yeah, they did. They carried him out with his package down. Like, you couldn't see it. You could see his butt hanging out. But it was like, there's videos and videos and videos. His package is small, but if you blow it up, you can see it. (laughs) Because it's so little. You have to blow it up. And there's some video of him, like, you hear people in there going, get down, get down. And he still has his underwear on. He actually has his underwear on. And so I watched it to see it. And I never saw the video actually when he pulls his underwear down. Maybe there isn't any video of that. But then all of a sudden, he has his 
thing hanging out. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, little kids are seeing it. If you blow it up, you'll be able to see it. (laughs) (laughs) That, I mean, Sarah, here's the problem. That douchebag is at Disney. Maybe that's right? exactly what Disney deserves. That th- Disney does deserve. That. I feel sorry for the parents that paid ten thousand dollars to have their kid go to kids? small world. Little girls seeing yeah. that guy. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, but that's what happened. That is literally the epitome of Disney World. Sorry. They love to talk about people's anatomy. Well, they really do. And it's not like, you know, the, it's a small world. The ride is, you know, one of the grown-up rides. That is like the, one of the kid rides, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your comments are great. They are. Um, <laughs> people are like, I missed that section. What did I miss? What did I miss? Well, it could be because we were... Really, it's a small package after all. It's a small package after all. Obviously, Disney's got other issues. They got some issues. Disney, with their last four films, has lost over a billion dollars. A billion. They have lost a billion dollars. That's not even talking about the loss of attendance at their facilities. Right. Because of that guy. It's a billion that could have been sent to Ukraine or something. I mean, That's right. We could have used that money to send it to Ukraine. And you know what? It used to be the most magical, happiest place on earth. Now it's full of small packages and perverts and and pedophiles and all that. And I love Disney World, but we haven't gone since all this stuff happened. Um, And I want to take my granddaughter. They also had a movie, Wish, that they put out over the weekend. I didn't even know about it until I read the story. Mm -mm -mm. $31 million since it was released. One of the lowest grossing films they've ever put out, if not the lowest, over a Thanksgiving holiday. And normally that's a a good time for them to do things like that. Mm -hmm. They went woke, and now the interesting thing is they're actually admitting it. Yeah. Disney has come to the forefront and has said, and they are talking, we admit that our shareholders' bottom line has been affected because of our left-leaning and socialist marketing and plans that we did. I'm like, what? They're actually admitting that they screwed up. They're admitting that their left liberal-leaning policies have hurt the bottom line for shareholders. And I bet you they don't change a thing. I don't know. Yeah, They don't have endless money. That's my deal, is that if they have endless money, then who cares? Whatever those points they're getting, you know, like uh, they're getting kickbacks for for doing that marketing. They're they're, they're making money under the table, I I promise. mm, Something's going on. Wouldn't you love to know the real truth? Not enough because here's the problem. If they lose their shareholders, if if people start taking their money out, then they're effed. But if they don't keep pushing the narrative, then the, Maybe, then the deep state doesn't win. So the deep state is paying them. I or promise. they bounce. Or they bounce. Yeah, they could be. Or they bounce yeah. from company to company, as we have seen. Disney came out and said, mm-hmm. "quote Generally, our revenue and profitability are adversely impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available to consumers, do not achieve sufficient consumer acceptance." Further. Mm-hmm. Consumers' perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ widely. 
yeah, and present risk to our reputation and brands. Okay, that sounds good and all, but Alex is saying it on the chat line, and I kind of agree with Joe on this one too. Black, the the likes of BlackRock and Vanguard and all that. I have no doubt that they they're would not have propping to, they up. they would have to be yeah. And yeah. they would have to be getting a whole lot of money because a billion dollars is a lot for anybody to lose on four freaking films. Those execs are sitting around a table daily. <clears throat> they knew this was going to happen from the start. So this was all planned. I can promise you that. Maybe, but keep in mind, when they started making these movies and cancel culture, it started to get more popular about five years ago, six years ago, Joe. It did. And then it kind of hit a wall. It is. And that's where I think when they first started, I think they may have thought, oh, this is going to go far. And it didn't. Right. It might not have. But this is bigger picture than any of us sitting here in this studio. No, this is part of the whole change of our world. Right. The Target hasn't change changed anything. Target's Correct. doubled down. Yes, it's it's something we can't see because we can't think that seedy. Our brain doesn't go to this big unseen entity of one group of people in the whole world order. Who who better to wreck than Disney World and pervert Disney World where everybody is happy and that is where all the races get along and people can go ride on It's a Small World and, and all this kind of stuff. They are trying to vide and ruin everything. Anything good. Oh, uh, from listener Aaron, I just hope their stockholders sue for fiduciary responsibility. If they're, of course you would, if there's grounds for it. Um, Matthew said, did anybody else's audio cut out for a minute? Maybe, maybe not. We know what we have we to know deal with that, that sometimes. And Kevin thinks it Megan, is part of the globalist push. Megan Marie says, um, they lost me and I had no idea they were doing this. It's been so long since I've been to Disney. They lost me. When they stopped welcoming little boys and little girls and referred to them as dreamers. Mm. Hmm. I had no idea. Dreamers, not little boys and little girls. Right. Yep. Uh, we've talked about Target. DRC says Target trying to cancel themselves as well right yeah, now with some of the things sure. that they've got going on. Um, but once again... Disney has been destroyed in 2023. A For lot of sure. it, their reputation, mm -hmm. their money. They don't have people buying their stock. They just don't right now. Um, if it goes down way low, then it may be an opportunity for people to try to jump in and get that. But do you really want to be associated with Disney? No. Um, that's a shame. I sure love Mickey And Lisa Mouse. said, we sold all of our Disney stock when they started Gay Pride mm -hmm. Week. Uh, once again, you have to be careful about where you're investing money and putting money because um, you may be surprised at where it's going, especially Correct. depending upon the kind of investing that you may be doing. Um, and there should never have been a Gay Pride Week at a place for little children. When you are dealing with little children, the only thing that Pride talks about is your sexuality. And I'm going to say it again, your sexuality. Kids should not be understanding people are gay, heterosexual, knowing about sex, small packages, big packages, any of that. They just want to see Mickey Mouse. <laughs> they just want to see Mickey Mouse and ride on, you know, mm -hmm. Space Mountain and all that. Instead, you have to have these dumb flags flying around saying i'm gay i'm gay at disney world kids don't need to know that they don't 
They, they absolutely know a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a six-year-old. They just need to ride the rides, eat little Mickey Mouse ears, and have a good time. And they just keep wrecking it. Yeah, there's it's and one, we know that that's on purpose. And there's a plan. There's a plot for all of that to happen, for all of that to take place. Um, yeah, that's that's what goes on. And we try to cover out all the stuff that we can. That's why we get to a variety of topics and have the conversations that we do uh, from an entertainment standpoint, from an educational standpoint as well. And that's why we invite you in for the live cast. That's why we do it every day. Um, we try to find the best topics, the best information. We appreciate you guys jumping in with us. We appreciate you sending us information and stories and interviews to get into. One thing that I did talk about that I was hoping people would see is uh, on Friday during the 8 o'clock hour, uh, Patrick Ouellette, who joined us, uh, it's been a few months um, since we had Patrick on. Uh, I remember it was in the summer, but he did a massive breakdown of the JFK assassination and who is to blame and who did it. It was phenomenal because he spends a lot of time. He's an academic. He studies. He reads. He puts these uh, pieces together. Um, loves our show, and we're grateful for him. Uh, he joins us from the Upper Northeast. He'll be joining us Friday to talk about the inside job, the taking over of Minneapolis. And it has a lot to do with what we were talking about today when it came to immigration and illegal immigration. But in this case, a lot of it, I felt in Minnesota, was was legal immigration in Minneapolis over a long period of time. And now, obviously, who knows? God knows what's happened over the last three years. But it will be a fascinating interview. Uh, Kelly Mano, yeah, Eric will be in on Friday as well. So there's just a lot of topics, a lot of things that are happening. And of course, we appreciate you guys jumping in and telling us as well. Have we covered? I mean, I always send you so much, Joe, and there's so much good stuff. I can't there's, even remember. From like two days ago, there's still a J6 uh, video of the other side of the Capitol. Oh, yeah. I, I want to, I don't know if you I want to. You don't want to end on that kind of note. I want to save that for when we can get yes. into it more. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, um, hmm. <laughs> you want to talk about December the 7th? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got that, too. Mm -hmm. We got our uh, <clears throat> holiday one-year anniversary party, December 7th, 7 p.m. We're making up a full screen of it right now. Thank you so much, Lizzie. Uh, 7 p.m. at Wenty's. We invite you to come out. We'd love to hang out with you guys. Um, have a Coke, have a drink, have water, um, an appetizer, something from that standpoint. Catch up with you guys that make the show. Spread the word. Um, we'll be there uh, all night. Come out and join us if you want to be a part of it uh, in the Chesterfield Valley, um, praying for good weather. But then again, too, they have the heated patio, which they is do. really big as well. Um, that's probably where we'll be is probably back there. Yeah, that's and that's where we'll be. Mm -hmm, we'll that's be out a nice there. area. And um, we appreciate it. And by the way, if you guys think you can or can't come, can you let us know in the comment line as well? If you're coming, trying to get head counts and things from that standpoint, because you just never know. Uh, if people just stop in, even if you stop in for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, we'd love to take a picture with you and put those pictures together Correct. and uh, just, you know, celebrate you guys. Uh, once again, uh, Thursday, December 7th at 7 p.m. at Wenty's in the Chesterfield Valley, which is right near our studio. So it's very, 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 very close. Very close to the studio. More details to come on that as well. Yes, and you don't have to RSVP. Like at the last minute, you didn't RSVP. You can come anyway, but we would like you to put it on the comment line, and we'll be talking about it every day till December 7th. Just put it on the, or DM one of us, DM Vic, or email one of us at vic at canceltheshow.com. 
uh, producer at cancelthis.com or Lizzie at cancelthis.com. And we, what, what do you got, Joe? We do still have uh, uh, the the Patriots list of the week. Yeah, can we oh, pop that yeah, up too? Pop that I mean, up. we've always got so much. I mean, we pack. This is the fastest two hours in podcasting. Um, you know how fast we go. The topics we go. Mm-hmm. We ju- and and the other great thing about you guys as listeners, and we love to grow as much as we can. But when people tune into the show, the listening rate. Yeah. Is as high as it is for any show in America, according to Alex. Yeah. Is that, I mean, people that you, when you guys tune in, you stay, which is fantastic. It is. It's awesome. Um, the Cancel This Patriots, uh, special thanks today or congratulations. And this is put together by Alex and crew, and it switches a lot to Charles Reichman, Wesley Smith, Donna Greiner, Todd Bodecker, Dave Wenzel, Tricia Lynn, Eddie Hortzman, Patty Mungerketty. I hope I said that right. Stephanie McInturf, McInturf and Kathy Woldridge. Um, thank you. Thank you for your support. Um, and thank you for any donations that can come on. We are grateful for that. Um, Sarah says, how long will you be there that night? Um, I'll be there late. I, I don't yeah, know, I would 10? say at least three hours. Yeah. I would say say seven Finish. to ten. After ten, we might even still be there. But we'll say seven to ten. And then yeah. if it gets going good, we might stay longer. I'm only going to be there for like a 15-minute window. So. Well, we at least need and to I'll be behind a fence to where you can't see my face. And if people are going to be behind a fence, yeah, because you're Wilson. Yes. And if people are bored, we do a show. Or if you have time, you can tune in. Um, we do a show. It's what is he called? The Wolf of Washington. The Wolf. It's of, called slightly right. Slightly, slightly right. right. Slightly right. The Wolf right. of Washington. Wesley yes. Smith. He ran for office. He uses the studio. Does a podcast, live mm-hmm. podcast, every Tuesday at um, twelve o'clock. So I found out today he is out of town. So yes, I'll and he be, does it with tell me who he does it with with Brittany Twist with Brittany Twist, Tony yes. Twist's daughter, and um, we've also um, got uh, different people that come in. But he's got a lot. Is I, before I went is a- Ashley is consistent. Ashley's there every week or every other week. She's been there the last two weeks. Yeah. Ashley Milan. She used to do a show here as well. Um, we'll get her on the show too. So I'll be in with them today at twelve o'clock. God knows what we'll be talking about. I have no idea. We have to go figure that out. Well, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. If Wesley was there with you, the show takes a different twist, literally, because he kind of goes down some interesting paths. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. Interesting, though. Yes. Um, So we appreciate it, guys. Thanks for jumping in today and joining us. Um, We will see you uh, tomorrow. Thanks again for all of your support. Um, Once again, please cancel the show.com. Check out our partners, share the show, like, subscribe. You can also send stars as well. So for the big man, Pro Joe, Joe Pro, Joe Pro, Pro Joe, and Lizzie Sparks. And and he's the whole package. That's who he is. Pro Joe is the whole package. I'm the large package. No, he's he's a good, the whole package. He will not be hanging out at It's a Small, Small World. No, he will not be at the Small, (laughs) Small World. Yeah. I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have an oh, have an awesome day. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>